beautiful beings, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. Today, I receive the great honor of welcoming on my sister and friend, Marina Quatab. In today's episode, we dive into some experiences that her and I shared in healing the sisterhood wound through one another's reflection and through simply holding space for one another to show up in our fullest expression. I am so excited to kick off this episode with a little bit of medicine music from Marina and her harp. She is so incredibly talented and I cannot wait to share this magic with you all. Enjoy. was so beautiful thank you so much for sharing what a way to kick off this episode so honored to welcome you my sister marina and if you'd like to just start by a little introduction of yourself for our listeners to get to know you and who you are that would be amazing thank you so much bella it's such a pleasure and honor to be here And I'm just so grateful for social media. It's moments like these where I'm like, maybe it isn't so bad after all, (laughs) you know? And uh, we met many years ago on on the internet and I have always been so inspired by your essence and the way that you show up and how you let your heart lead your creations and how you let that manifest into form. And that's going to be a lot of what I have been feeling called to share today is um, what does it look like to lead with your heart first and, and with love first as, as the focal point for your message. Um, 
And so a little bit about me, um, as you know, my name is Marina, Marina Kutov, and I created the social media platform Eco Goddess with the mission to create a more just and thriving world for all by sharing homesteading information, sustainability information, and now I've been sharing a little bit about my creative side, my musical side. And uh, I'm a vocalist and a harpist, and I just began to revisit the violin, which I was classically trained on. And I'm just in love with the violin. I missed it so much. And recently, a friend of mine said, why did you stop? Um, do, you, do you feel inspired to pick it up again? And then literally that day, I went to my violin case and I opened it up. <laughs> So it feels really good to explore my creative side and weave that into my spiritual activism. And I'm just really excited to connect with community members like yourself because it reminds me that there are courageous, lighthearted warriors out there on a similar mission to uplift the collective consciousness and raise the vibration, make the world a better place. So it's just such an honor to be here and to connect. <laughs> mm, thank you. Yeah, I the feeling is so mutual. We're such a reflection of each other and everything that you say about me is literally the same way that I feel about you. So it's so beautiful for you to share that. And a quick little story time is when you created Eco Goddess, that is initially how I had found you. And I know I shared this story with you, Marina, but just for our listeners who don't know, I was so inspired by you and a few others on the platform. And when I really started to ask myself, you know, what is my Dharma? What is my soul's work? Like, what am I here to do? And how should I show up? I, the sustainability rabbit hole that we all kind of fall into of like, what is happening in the world is where my journey ended up taking me. And I really do feel so inspired. And I feel like that shift really pivoted when I ran into creators like yourself who really show up on that platform in an authentic way that they're not worried about, you know, how people perceive them or how people, you know, how many followers they have. It's about sharing the story and sharing the message and sharing the truth. And so I've, always have been so inspired by you and to be able to finally connect when Cole and I were in van life we went out to California and we were finally <laughs> able to meet in person which was so so special and to be able to share my creations that I feel like had something to do with the spark from the inspiration that you gave me and now to have it in physical form and to be able to share that with you and have meet you in the flesh and spend time with you and a really potent time in my journey is was just so special and I think that's what we're going to dive into a little bit today during this podcast is how Marina and I really served as such a clear reflection for one another that we were actually t discussing the sister wound while we were there with each other and how just being in one another's presence and holding that space and without judgment or expectation or like attachment to how it would happen or what would happen, we just held space for one another to just simply be. In you know, our journey, Cole and I, Cole had this beautiful opportunity to go and pursue his art career. And um, it happened to be while we were on the road. And it was just a really an opportunity that he couldn't pass up and nor did I as a partner want him to pass up because of course I want him to follow his success even though 
sometimes that success looks different when you're in a relationship as you grow and move and ebb and flow. I think that's such an important conversation in itself to hold space for the space in any relationship. And like, um, so to allow him to go and, you know, take that leap of faith and then for it to align so beautifully that I was able to, Marina so graciously opened up the beautiful land to me and I did van life solo, but kind of solo because I had you as a community and as support, which I never would in a million years have dreamed of that would even have happened the way that it did. It was just so magical and so divine. And I'm still so grateful and buzzing off of all of that I learned and all that I soaked in and all that your reflection offered me and your land offered me and all Mm. that I just was able to soak in and absorb there. Thank you so much. I was so excited when you asked to stay because um, it's it's not frequent that you find someone with their um, home on wheels passing by. <laughs> and then to have the opportunity to host them, I have my workspace. If you've been to my home or land, you know that my workspace is kind of at the, the top of the property so you can overlook the rest of the property. And I would just take a peek out of the left side and see your big blue van. <laughs> there and it was just yes. such a heartwarming feeling um and you know diving into sisterhood and and what that means to me too it felt so healing to have your presence here a creatrix in her own right someone who is following her heart and creating these beautiful offerings for women to feel sensual and embodied and safe right in their feminine expression and so I had the gift of being able to witness you and I also feel as though I had the gift to feel witnessed and to feel expressed Mm -hmm. and, and celebrated and you know it's not always been that way I'll just say that it's been a rough road in many ways and I know likely many of the people listening to this can relate to that feeling of uh, being judged or bullied by uh, their own kind and feeling like they have to minimize their gifts or themselves um, so that they don't outshine others. But when in reality, when you find someone who really loves and honors you for who you are and where you're at, you feel as though the both of you can shine together as brightly as you wish and you can rise together and so it was truly such a healing gift um, that you gave me by coming here and staying for that short time and being able to sit in tea with you and just express our hearts and our journeys and especially living in this very strange time that we are in in history Uh, just being able to share space and share thoughts uh, opinions judgment free it was really, it was such a special experience. Mm-hmm. And that's so special, that judgment-free zone to be not so competitive and not so like ego-driven that if we don't agree on something, it automatically has to turn into, you know, like an argument. Like when did that start to arise in our consciousness of like this 
desire to like always be my way or, or no way. And when we o- allow space for a judgment-free zone to hear other people's perspectives, hear our own perspectives and have them be challenged in that way, I feel that is when we learn the most. I mean, everybody is our teachers. Everybody is that reflection of ourselves. So when we offer that space to be like, hey, maybe we don't see eye to eye, but that's okay. Like, I want to hear what you have to say. And I will also want to share what I have to say. And maybe like we can pick each other's brains that way. And that's how we broaden our horizons and our perspectives on this journey. And with the sisterhood wound that oh, goes so, so, so deep in our society because, you know, we're breeded this way and, 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 and it's like circumstance because, you know, we watch our mothers and, and their mothers and we're kind of conditioned unconsciously to view other sisters as our competition automatically from the societal beauty standards that are so forced upon us. And to really sit with that as you're, you know, on this journey and you're like, you know, love for all and peace for all. It's like, okay, well, do we really know what that means? Like when we say one or like for all, it's like that, that means your enemies too. You know, that means the parts of you that you're not ready to face or the parts of the people that you feel like you can't even be around, you know, that means accepting all of those parts and all of those faces of ourselves. And I feel like that's what the turning point of really accepting the sisterhood wound for what it is and taking the steps to start that healing is that judgment-free zone and that acceptance of I am you and you are me and whatever it is in you that I feel envious of or jealous of or angry about or you know whatever emotions arise is something that I am lacking within and that is a reflection of where a beautiful reflection of non-judgment where I can look into myself and say where do I need to love myself more where can I hold space for myself more and that jealousy doesn't have to be jealousy it can be inspiration and we can inspire each other and rise together. And that is when ooh that's when I get the chills and that's like when the magic happens is that when you realize that wow I was the only one like standing in my own way wow absolutely oh I love that Bella exactly um something that's been healing for me that perhaps could be healing for those listening um as a practice for letting go and healing from trauma that you perhaps faced with your fellow sisters or perhaps your fellow brothers as well, um, is to really take a moment to reflect on those times. Where was the pain? What happened to your body and to your heart? What happened to your mind? How did it shift after that to think that you were less than or perhaps too much? You know, I had to spend a lot of time. I'm a big tea drinker. I love, love drinking tea and sitting for tea and meditating. And I've had many sits where I have sat with tea and let the, the, the spirit of tea hold me as I reflected on traumatic moments, specifically in middle school and in high school, where I didn't feel safe 
and I felt judged and um, I felt harassed even in many, many circumstances. And so what would it look like to actually sit with those again and in a sense to relive them? And for me, something that really helps for releasing that perhaps could be helpful for others is to write them a letter and um, not you don't need to send it but to write a letter to them write a letter to yourself to your younger self and give yourself the support that you needed in that moment but i really think the element to that that's crucial is making sure that you're very direct with them and and what happened to you in that time and maybe you send it maybe you don't i've i've actually sent two messages in the recent history that had uh, contributed to a huge release within me with two sisters and they too had grown mm -hmm. they too had evolved and we were able to reconnect and sure we're not besties again but we were able to say I bow to you sister mm -hmm. that was a painful time wasn't it um, this is how I felt and uh, I just wanted to share that with you and so I think this is really crucial in releasing and uh, forgiving yourself and forgiving others and letting things go. Um, I don't know if you follow Teal Swan. She's one of my favorite creators online, but she said something yesterday that I really liked. I can't remember it word for word, but she basically said that trauma are feelings unexpressed and uh, left unexamined. And yeah. Oh, you can even have wow. trauma when you're like at a birthday party when you're 10 and you see the birthday person getting all of these presents and gifts and you feel a ping of like, why is all the attention on them? Why are they getting all those gifts? And then you say nothing. And years and years later, you wonder why you react to things in that time period of your life that cause jealousy within you or envy. And yet it still builds because trauma continues to show up again and again until it's finally released and healed um, permanently, you know, and sometimes you have to relearn things. <laughs> oh yes, many <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I really loved that she said that and that makes so much sense of if we just go on, you know, our, go on with our lives and, and let things that hurt us uh, you know, just fester and stay there, then they will show up again. And, and maybe next time it could, it could severely damage us, our relationships. It could even take our lives, you know, divine spirit forbid, God forbid that. Um, but these things can happen when things build over time. It's so, so true. I love that quote too, because it, it really is the truth of being unable to speak our boundaries and speak our truth in an authentic way, because maybe we didn't feel safe in that space. And now there's like this part of us, this cord that's still attached to this person where we gave too much energy or didn't receive any energy back that is still like this hole in our heart. And I feel that is really when we start to see those cycles and patterns of relationships and maybe it's relationships with partners and maybe it's relationship with sisters or friends. And I witnessed it in my own human experience of having, you know, the same thing happen to me with like multiple friends, you know, like you go through this phase and you're friends for a few years and then like something like explodes, unexpressed feelings were not expressed. There's like 
always this lack of communication that I can see now that I couldn't see, you know, that's what the beauty of it. It's all a lesson. It's all here to teach us and seeing that space where like communication would have been better and where we could have expressed ourselves more truthfully. And there wouldn't have been that big explosion of like, Oh, we're not friends anymore. And like, you know, where the trauma starts to really get festered up and now needs to be spoken and not in an, safe way now it's like with anger and resentment because we ourselves didn't speak that truth back in the beginning so we blame the other person and then it festers and then you know the explosion and then the aftermath of like months of not speaking and you know I can remember a time in my journey when I used to say why does this keep happening why am I getting hurt in the same exact ways like with different people but it's almost like identical seeing all of them laid out like I'm getting hurt in the same ways and so rather than hopping you know blaming into those people or saying you know why me why am I always around sisters that don't accept me for who I am I realized that it was time to really turn inward and rather than looking external with hanging out with people and taking that reflection I needed to take that time to be a recluse and to stay inside and to ground down a little bit and be like all right there's some boundaries that need to be spoken right here in my body first. And then I can start to show up in the external world because that's where it starts. Like we will always see those patterns. They're always going to come back sometimes bigger, sometimes badder. (laughs) Yeah. You have to, until we can sit with it, express those feelings, hold a safe space. I forgive you. I love you. I'm sorry. And maybe that looks like reaching out to that person, or maybe in some instances that looks like I love, love, love writing the letter. That is such a beautiful practice. And to write that person a letter and maybe burn it, maybe that feels good, or maybe keep it in a journal and lock it away or put it in an envelope that never gets sent. There's so many things that I love that can be done. And it's so beautiful that we're talking on this because in the last podcast that I recorded with another sister, Paulina, her and I spoke about the cord cutting and how to start to integrate that practice into your life. So I think it's very divine that we're having this conversation now because it is so true that all those areas of your life where your truth wasn't expressed in an authentic way, you still have your precious life energy is still floating over there in that person, in that situation, in that place. And until we can take the time to consciously reclaim it and reclaim that power, maybe that's why we feel drained all the time. You know, our energy is all over the place and we have never taken the time or awareness to be like, hmm, maybe I should get that back. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that you say the reclaim your power. That is so divine and so important. And you know, as I reflect on um, old relationships that died, even romantic partnerships, um, I think the reason why it becomes so painful in our hearts is because there were many times where we neglected and abandoned ourselves in the process for maybe desperation for love and acceptance. Um, And As I reflect on one particular um, friendship, it actually, it's this conversation is bringing up emotions. Um, I reflect on times where I didn't express my truth and and say that hurts or I don't feel like X, Y, Z. And 
I think that's why the end of that friendship um, particularly hurt so much was because it felt like a collapse of so many truths Mm -hmm. and in a sense relief actually that the friendship had ended Mm -hmm. but also you know it's like all stages of grief like sadness anger you know then suddenly numb to it all so I think about that that friendship from time to time and it's been one of my um, greatest teachers and and lessons in this life Mm -hmm. It, it certainly didn't end the way that I had hoped and yet um I had to do what I needed to do um sure I might not have have gotten the end result or or I didn't even get the opportunity to communicate properly with this person right but Mm. the best that you can do in life is is the best that you can do you know it's it's uh taking care of your heart and and mending that first and Mm -hmm. and not concerning yourself always with getting your desired response because often we we unfortunately can't get that we can't guarantee it you know it's um it's another being another human sadly we can't control and make everything our way (laughs) if only that would be easier (laughs) yeah and we're both the kind of people that are just like people pleasers but in a sense yep. where I'm just like low-key I'm like oh, I don't care but like on the subconscious yep. I'm like everyone has to love me like and I need to know that everyone loves me <laughs> confirmation I need it in writing I need it signed like I need to know mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. see me in the way that I want to be seen and it's it's so funny when you can sit with that just humble truth of wow all right it's okay there's there's so many versions of me and how beautiful is it that every single person that we meet has a different version of me like has and like how how we view ourselves is so different than everyone like our partners how they see us how our parents see us how our siblings how our friends you know people at the grocery store how the person checking me out sees me you know it's like it's so interesting to think about that that you know you'll always be something to someone and someone else's story you you may be the villain but you can always reclaim that and heal that space and forgive that space and heal that within. And and sometimes it still feels sticky and maybe that's the initiation in the future to hold space for a conversation and, you know, circle back around and maybe eventually reach out to that person. But like you had said, that's not always, sometimes it's important to know the difference between intention and expectation right. when you're okay. reaching out or when you're, why am I reaching out? Why am I trying to solve this? What needs to be healed? What needs exactly. to, what is this desire? And is it something that, so true. you know, I'm expecting this outcome of them being like, it's, we're good, it's healed, you know, all this stuff. Or can I hold the intention of, you know, conscious communication. I just want to speak my truth. I want to have my feelings, you know, be heard and heal this space in the ways that I know how. Then, of course, we can move forward in that situation, but not being expected to them receiving that in in the way that you want it to be exactly. received because it might not. They might be in a point in their journey where they're, they're still in the anger phase and you're in the healed phase and that message might not sit well with them and not everybody's going to understand your boundaries. Not everybody's going to understand your intentions and we have to be okay with that. That's so true. I love that you say that. And if I had heard this when I was in college, which was actually the first, um, 
first time period in my life where, you know, many people are on their own and I was on my own and I started to do a lot of deep inner healing and work. And there was one particular friendship that had just um, ended like dramatically and, and there was no real reason actually, there was no fight, nothing. So it was very hard for me to let go of that. Meanwhile, being in college with not really anyone I knew and no friends, no one to even call from back home now, you know, or at least the person that I was the closest to and would feel comfortable. And so um, I really took some time and, and wrote out this heartfelt letter, right? And I sent it via text. And the response back was so bizarre. I was like, what the heck? Um, it was very angry and not at all what I had expected because when I wrote the letter, it was very emotional. I, I felt like I had just poured my heart out. And so I really love that you say that of, of um, no having no expectations when you do, in fact, mm -hmm. send something. It's like actually submitting a paper. You're like, well, I hope I do well, you know, um, yeah. but <laughs> just like surrender to your truth. That's what I want to say. Surrender to your truth, because I have no regrets for expressing my heart. And it's not my responsibility for how someone reacts to that. Unless I'm being violent or something, you know, unless you're being violent or physical or something like that. If your truth is your truth, find a way to express it compassionately, um, eloquently, mm -hmm. and then just hit send um, because it will be a release off your heart. And the one thing that I didn't take into account at that point in my life was that yes, this person can respond this way or that way. And so I wasn't prepared for that. But I think that's important to take note of um, is you don't know how they're going to respond. And uh, maybe you don't even need a response. Maybe you hit block after, you know, <laughs> maybe yeah. not. I'm not sure. But um, I, I think it's good. I was, I was happy that I received a response from that person now looking back. But if only I had then known that it's nothing personal on me, mm -hmm. um, their response, right? It's not, it's not really anything personal um, on me. So that's, that's important to take note of. Yeah, it is. And that's an important life lesson in general is if we can take wow. nothing personal. Yes. Oh my goodness. Which is so hard. Of course, it's so hard to not take things personal and, and not take on the feelings of someone else's reaction, making you react and then, you know, thinking that they're the reason that it was caused and really taking that responsibility and accountability for my emotions and my being and how I can just show up and how I can wow. respond versus react and not come mm. from a place of, you know, more trauma and hurting, you know, hurt people, hurt people, but healed exactly. people, healed people. And exactly. I saw that the other day and I was like, you know what, that's the truth. You know, when we can heal, we can help heal those hurt, hurt people. And through this journey of like the sisterhood wounds that will still I know in my journey, there's still so much to be done. I feel like there will always be so much to be done because there's just so much conditioning around the way that it is and so many things that we're just programmed to think about relationships and jealousy and like just inspiration and feeling like envious and all of these things that come with the human experience, all those sticky emotions. But wow. through that, through maybe releasing those relationships that no longer served you, closing the door, reclaiming your energy, 
I promise you the right people will find you like all in good time. And if you feel like you're in a place in your journey where you're just alone and you're like, why am I not connecting to more people that align with me? Don't feel like you're alone because I have those days too, where I'm like, why am I not just surrounded by tons of women? And like, I want to just be wild and like all of us believe in the same things. And why isn't there like that community there? And just know that that community really does start with us through conversations like this one, through those expressing those feelings, through voicing your boundaries with yourself, with your family, with your partners, with your relationships. It all has a ripple effect. And those people, women, men that are meant to find you, they will. And when you do that work to clear the space, now you have a beautiful open space that you know what you want, you know what you want to call in, you know what, you know, aligns with you and what feels good with you. And through this, we can celebrate each other and we can have experiences like the one that Marina and I and Cassidy shared when we were in California was so beautiful to have this whole week with Marina where we were able to just be a reflection for one another and hold space for conversations like this. And I feel like we really did like not even it wasn't like a dump it was just a conscious conversation where we could release and through that releasing following the week we were able to connect with another beautiful sister that was just so open and so beautiful in her heart work expression and we were all able to gather coincidentally not coincidentally on the full moon and we got together and we did a photo shoot and you know Cassidy is so beautiful in the ways that she witnesses us as a female behind the camera and telling you know another woman how beautiful she is and capturing and you can just see that through her who she is as a being like she just genuinely loves to make women and people in general but especially women love themselves and see what and it goes back to that perspective I think that's so beautiful because the ways that she sees us isn't the way that we see our see ourselves and so through that space now we feel empowered in front of the camera and able to you know love on each other and just like lift each other up throughout this this space that used to be in my experience such a competitive space whereas always I was in my head internalizing, what do I look like? What does my body look like? She looks so much better than me. You know, like all these competition things that start to arise. It was like, we just banished all of that right there in that moment. And that space was truly healed. And I feel like that photo shoot was literally a reflection of like all the internal work that we had done the week before. And it was just so beautiful reflecting on it now and seeing how all of it unfolded in the exact way that it was meant to. so true. Oh, I just love that. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Of course. And um, I feel like this conversation goes hand in hand, though it might be hard to even see that from an outsider lens, but this conversation of um, working on oneself, bettering oneself, evolving, shifting their standards, calling in something new, it really goes hand in hand with what i believe it means to be a spiritual activist. And 
it's like this, I really love this famous quote. Um, it's by this woman, Kyra Shaughnessy, who is a musician. And she says, what good is being revered as a hardcore dedicated political activist if we still replicate oppressive patterns in our intimate relationships, be it with our partners or our bodies? And this is like the motto I feel of my life and of my activism of if I'm not working on myself, I'm not working on acknowledging the beauty, the love, the sacred in myself as well as all beings, then I can't show up fully to uplift the collective consciousness. I can't be a part of that change. And so th this for me has been a big, big wound that I'm so grateful to be talking about and to be working on alongside you and, and many other beautiful sisters is it, it was essential for me in my activist journey uh, and my journey as a woman um, mm -hmm. to, to really pinpoint where the pain was and, uh, and allow myself to feel it and then release it. Mm -hmm. That's so important to allow ourselves finally for some of us the yes. first time in our lives to actually allow ourselves to just express emotion Absolutely. whatever that looks like whether it's grief anger rage sadness you know we like to put on all these labels of what these things are but we have these feeling bodies for a reason we have these senses for a reason and they are here to teach us and through that grief is a portal into somewhere that's going to take you. You're just going to absorb so much knowledge through that experience. And in my human experience, you know, experiencing grief of loss of loved ones and all of this, I can remember being in the thick of it when you're in that situation or that when you're, when you're kind of clouded by the emotions, it can feel like you're being closed in on. And you're like, why yeah. me? Why me? Why am I experiencing these really hard things that feel like they're going to break me? And yeah. through the transition of slowly, you know, letting the cloud, cloudedness of the emotion and coming back to oneself, you realize that you were meant to experience those things. So that way you can help others get through those exactly and through our experiences through our traumas through the things that we move through through the lessons that we learn that is how we teach others and that is how we continue the ripple effect the butterfly effect of knowledge and of consciousness and of love and exactly right now that's what our world needs and so if we can do the work inside and then we can do the work outside and see it for what it is practice what we preach then we're helping the collective to heal, we really especially are. in times like this when it's, you know, things can seem heavy and seem low and it feels like, it does feel like it's closing in on you. But we exactly. are here to experience this deep heaviness and trauma so that way we can be the light bringers of really exactly. dark times and know what that means and know what that feels like. We have to be able to experience those rock bottoms in order to appreciate the highs. Yes. Oh, I just love that. Thank you for saying that. It's so true.
that couldn't be more true. And there was something that came up as, as you're talking. And it was actually when I was reflecting on this really transitionary time in my life where I was finishing my last semester of university. And one of my majors was Arabic. And so I studied abroad in the Middle East for oh my gosh, half a year. And then afterwards, I did um, this documentary project in another country in the Middle East. But the reason I thought about it is because it still pings me at times with pain. I was in a really small group of students and I had just gotten out of a summer of doing a lot of work on myself, creating new friends, um, having this really actually ecstatic experience over the summer and excited to meet new friends in the Middle East, right? And so that first night there, it was a very small group and I already felt like an outsider. Like I just had this feeling that, oh no, these are the people that I'm going to be with for months on end. And then come to find out days later, there was one particular person who was an identifying woman. And she had, uh, in that little few hours of meeting me, talked really bad about me and made up some things to other girls in the group. And um, it was really hard and really traumatic. And I felt like after doing all of this work over the summer and having really beautiful friendships um, with people who I did feel really seen by, then to have this hard pattern again, like a pattern interrupter in a way of uh, a very strange person come into my life and uh, bring up, sway up some negativity, that was very hard. And uh, looking back, I think I handled it well in terms of just keep doing me and not let it really affect me. And in that, uh, showing up as me fully, actually all those uh, people in that group just ended up loving me. And um, we all became friends. And that person kind of in the end, um, in that group kind of became the outsider in a way. Mm. Uh, and people started to spend less time with this person. So let love prevail in your heart and light prevail. And if times get tough and you're feeling like the cards that you were given were relatively challenging, like me in this foreign country, I can't escape this group of people. I have to kind of just make it work. Um, don't give up and just continue to feed yourself and your soul. And if that means being a little bit of a lone wolf in a group that you're kind of forced to be in, do it and just trust in the fact that your light is is much more shiny and much more attractive than someone else's darkness. And it's not going to take you down because you simply won't let it. Love, love cannot and light cannot uh, do that. They cannot fail really mm -hmm. in, in dark and, and uh, dire times. Um, and so I was just thinking about that and I wanted to mm -hmm. share it um, in the hopes that it may help some of you who are in situations and hard times that feel almost inescapable and like there is no really solution at hand. Um, the solution is you, the solution is just to keep going inward, keep protecting yourself, your inner child and your beautiful light in your vessel and just keep showing up as who you are um, because nothing is permanent and and times will shift times will change and there will be a beautiful outcome that was so beautiful thank you so much for sharing that that was oh. really potent and yeah when you were saying that what just kept coming up was like sit with it like sit wow. with it like you said like you did the work and you felt like you were at this beautiful place, you know, and then 
of course you are. Your, your light was radiating. You felt like most empowered and most yourself. So of course there's always, I love that point because there's always going to be people that are so inspired that the, per, that their lens turns into jealousy and the, you know, the darkness, the bully that we've all experienced. We're always going to have people like that, that show up on our journey no matter how much we do, we're always going to have, you know, quote unquote haters. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like you said, through sitting with it, through holding the integrity of knowing that you are so much better than that, but not in a sense where you're putting yourself above anyone, not like we're putting ourselves on a pedestal. It's coming to this awareness that we're all on the same level playing field, no matter how much work I've done, no matter how many followers or how far in life or how many degrees we're all on the same level playing field and yeah you can see that darkness in someone as they just got some shit they haven't worked through yet and they just got some shit that they haven't sat with and I have so I know I know how to navigate through this and they will learn through this experience exactly and you just see everyone in the eyes of almost like a child like they're just a child throwing a little temper tantrum and They'll get over it and, you know, we'll help each other. And when they are ready to communicate and are ready to speak up or speak their truth, then here I am, like arms wide open, ready to accept all that comes with that, but not lowering lowering yourself to that level and allowing it to get in, holding the integrity of your light. And I think that's something, especially for me in my journey, that has been a slow learning lesson of just like it is challenging to hold the integrity of that light when you're this like pain body inside of you just like wants to lash out and just wants to be like who are you you don't even know me like you don't even know who I am why are you you know making lies you're jealous I can see right through it you know exactly but rather than saying that it's like so powerful when you truly can just walk away and exactly it's so true. I, I love that you say that. It's you're right, and the and the easy easy option always, um, friends, is to react and be like, screw you, you know. And um, <laughs> you have to actually just return to your practices for personal development and self improvement. What what is like the rule number one? Breathe, mm. <sighs> breathe, breathe it in and breathe it out, and. That's exactly what I did, mind you, days later after I heard that she was saying things as I was like, I just had to breathe and then be like, I'm not going to feed it. If she's going to keep talking, she's going to be really embarrassed in a few months when all my other classmates see that I'm actually a nice person, you know, and that was really the best thing that I could have done because other stuff went down um, later that I won't get into um, that actually it was, it's funny. My life has always played out like this sometimes where it feels like a heroine moment of like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I warned you guys and when you don't feed into it it doesn't the power the power of that darkness doesn't grow any bigger when we realize that we have that ability to give our power away we have the yes add the fuel to that fire that is like why would we give our power away to something exactly silly oh exactly and truthfully like on that same note that um school semester ended up being one of the best semesters and times in my life because 
I had taken a feeling kind of alienated and like I didn't really relate to many of these classmates. In fact, I still don't, but they were wonderful people. We just had very different interests. Um, I took that time to to explore a thesis project and, and topic that inevitably led to me building my social media platforms. This was like right when I was graduating, what was it, um, 20, it would have been 2016, maybe early 2017. Um, but I, I just took that time kind of alone um, in the Middle East to pour all my heart and energy into this thesis project, which was all about how music and the arts could be a vehicle for societal change. And in that, I was able to sit with these unbelievable world-renowned artists and musicians who had made activism the focal point of their work from talking about voting and being an active part of the political scheme to upcycling waste into an art project and making an unbelievable sculpture. I was able to take all that time alone and really work on myself and then build something at the end of this semester, something that I was so proud of, a 60-page research paper. Um, I look back on that time and certainly there were forks in the road and, and uh, even sometimes eggs being thrown at me <laughs> or whatever, whatever uh, thing of choice that you wish in terms of things being thrown at you. But there was a lot of stuff, you know, at that time that I had to overcome, but I just kept choosing love. I kept choosing to follow my heart and to really make that experience the best it could possibly be. Um, and so I do look back at that time very fondly and think, good, I'm glad that happened because it inspired me even more to show up, you know, and, and to, to be a bright light. Oh, that's so beautiful when you have that moment of self-reflection and I kind of imagine it as like the hawk spirit animal, like kind of being able to go above and kind of fly over like and view our life like all the life experiences that you've had view it like it's on a film strip of a timeline and seeing those moments like that where you saw how in the thick of it it felt like overwhelming and crazy and you had all these emotions you know all those emotions that kind of clouded the bigger picture and now here we are like in this space that we're like wow I've come so far and to think I try to remind myself of this often because I'm like, of course I have things going on right now in my life that are clouding my vision of the bigger picture. And so if I can look back, you know, five years ago and be like, wow, look at how far you've come, then I need Mm -hmm. to hold some humbleness and some space for where I'm at right now. Cause I know five years from now, I'm going to, you know, do the same thing. Absolutely. (laughs) So beautiful to be able to, have that reflection and be like you know yeah it could have broke me but I kept going and that's the journey of being a human of being an entrepreneur and in this journey of continue to choose love and continue to follow your heart even when things Mm. seem messy just keep going you'll find your way and it doesn't have to happen overnight you'll find your way that's really just it I love that you say that Bella that's so beautifully put and I feel like that's a beautiful message to leave folks with too mm-hmm. as as we um as we talk about this is that the the things uh, it's such, such a cheesy line in that famous song what doesn't kill you makes you stronger <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. true it really it is, is true 
just um, keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, sometimes it feels like certain cycles just don't end. It's like, when is this going to end? When am I going to finally get out of this muck? And the, the key is just to continue up leveling and continue working on yourself before you know it, you're completely out of it. And you're like, whoa, I remember when I was in that place. And, and then you might even find people in your life, like soul stars and star seeds like you who are in that place that you can even help and lend a hand and be like, I was there. I really get it. And here's a hand to help you get out. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your truth and for holding this space with me. I, loved this conversation it just felt so beautiful to just catch up with you and talk like we normally do and I hope that the listeners loved this likewise thank you so much Bella so honored to know you and it's really the greatest gift to share space with you and and be your sister Mm, agreed agreed would you like to um, lead us out on a little medicine music yes yes I would is a wrap for today's episode i hope you all enjoyed that magic as much as i did and please remember if you enjoyed this episode to leave a review it really helps spread the word about what we're sharing here and also don't forget to head to the description part of this podcast to check out all of marina's amazing offerings including the link to all of her social media pages and her beautiful small business zero waste kit Thank you all so much. I love you and I'll see you on the next episode.